You are now listening to The Widehorn Project. Ladies and gents, welcome back to The Widehorn Project. As always, your hosts, Dylan and Alec, giving you the best in content and quality that's out there. Alec, how are you feeling today? Dylan, we're recording. It's Sunday. I had a phenomenal day. I, uh, I did some errands, and I feel super accomplished. I got a good night's sleep. Even though I went out last night, still got a full eight hours. Woke up feeling blessed. And you know what I did? Instead of picking up my phone first, I said three things I'm grateful for. Actually, in my bed alone. I said, I'm blessed, I'm grateful, I'm alive, dude. And we are fucking alive. And we're ready to bring some content and some heat out to the Widehorn gang. So thanks for listening and tuning in, ladies and gents. Dylan, how was your day? Tell me about it. It was good, man. I played some golf. I, you know, I, I just had a, a nice quality weekend uh, visiting some fam. It was great. Saw some college buddies, you know, threw the iron around a little bit. I, I tell you, I was not as polished as I like to be, uh, but I haven't gotten out and played a lot of golf as of late, but mm-hmm. um, it is what it is. I'll get better as the season goes on. Yeah. And it was also great timing to be playing golf because that actually produced the quote that we're going to talk mm. about today. So for everybody who's listening, um, who tuned into the last episode, episode number 10, we talked about uh, shifting gears a little bit as the end of the philosophy volume one comes to a close. We are actually starting on our next volume, which is a bit of a uh, U-turn from what we've been doing, but still the quote. Uh, basically, what we're going to be doing in, in this next volume is talking about like really funny and cool movie quotes. So we're going to be ta- breaking down quotes, uh, talking about them. We decided to do a little comedy for this one, this episode. I think it's going to be great. So I will go ahead and get us started. This yeah. is a classic, one that I hope a lot of people recognize. Um, so I'm, I'm just going to jump right into it. So. 365 more days until next year's hockey tryouts. I've got to toughen up. <laughs> said by, <laughs> said by our, our good friend Adam Sandler, a.k.a. Mm. Happy Gilmore. Uh, mm. This is a tremendous quote, so memorable. Uh, and it's really memorable and I think relevant for me in, in this podcast episode because um, it hits on something that I, I really want to talk about, which is just like grinding and repetition and needing mm. to literally do everything in your power uh, to achieve something and that that takes a lot of time and effort go oh yeah i think that <laughs> i mean one it's just it's hilarious it's a freaking classic um we were talking before like shooter mcgavin that guy's yeah. such a character but well, um finger guns yeah <laughs> um no but it's just it's funny and it pertains to life because it's like well you know on to the next one you know just like one, one more year until next opportunity but yeah, no, it's a freaking awesome one. I like it a lot. Yeah, and, and I like it. Too. I mean, obviously, I was playing golf funny. today, so golf yeah. was on the mind. But one of the things to me that that sticks out about this is like Happy Gilmore is trash at hockey. Obviously, he yeah. he fails, but it's almost like it it doesn't even register in his brain, right? Like when we go and take a test, or we we study really hard for something, or we prepare for a sporting event, and then we fail or we lose. It doesn't go the way mm-hmm. we want. Most people like take a little bit of a break or a little downtime, mm-hmm. maybe, you know, and that's not always mm-hmm. a bad thing, but there's something about just like going right back into the grind mm-hmm. after you've prepared so hard for something and just lost. That's like <laughs> kind of, it's fucking savage. Like, I it's think savage. LeBron in like the finals, every time he loses, like, th- did you see that? Um, he, and this could be totally not true because I'm going to ask, cause I thought Kobe's eight was number eight was retired with 24. Is it not? It is, but he's, I think, going back to number six. So he was oh, six, six in, in Miami. Yeah. 
Okay, yeah. I was just that's that's where the confusion was. So I saw the uh, like literally loses out of the fi- out of the opportunity to win the finals, and then next day it's like LeBron's talking about which number he's gonna be wearing next season as he prepares to get involved with whatever it might be X Y Z for next season, and that is just fucking savagery in my opinion. Just all right, lost. Let's get on it right now for next year, and that's what winners do. And that, LeBron's a winner, so. Yeah. yeah, and that whole idea of like toughening up, like LeBron James is a perfect example. He might, LeBron you James. know, this is, this is a guy who obviously has put in millions of repetitions over his career, had a mm-hmm. great career, it's still going, scores tons of points, MVP, finals champion, you know, all mm-hmm. of these accolades, but it's enough is never enough. It's like no. Tom Brady, you know, that we go on and on. Is You sure. see a lot of this in athletics, right? It's just mm-hmm. this idea of people – I'm constantly going back to the grindstone and putting in mm-hmm. effort. And we were talking earlier before mm-hmm. we jumped on to record today mm-hmm. about something that came to me while I was playing golf. And that's kind of what yeah. sprung this quote is I was walking around thinking to myself, like, wow, I am so like painfully below average today. I'm I, like, I'm not even average. I, I was mm-hmm. playing that poorly from, from mm-hmm. my own standards. And it just made me realize like, man, you really can't just pick anything up out of the blue and be like a star at it. You really mm-hmm. have to try. And there are people, and you've talked about this, that are that are skilled, right? Mm-hmm. Definitely. But you still – you don't just show up and turn it on. No, no. And what I think what I was trying to say too is like, yes, there's like absolutely incredibly gifted people that probably don't require – I don't even know if honing in on their craft is the right way to say it, but probably don't need as much – experience or repetition to be able to accomplish what they want like you know there's just like abnormal just people out there that are just absolute legends at what they do but i mean you gotta think like we we talked about this before like we can go on and on and on but like tiger woods Derek jeter like these people are taking hacks for hours all day long honing in on their craft i mean they're already gifted at something yeah and they re and and you know they're aware enough to realize, hey, I'm good at this. If I really, really practice this, I can become great at this. Mm -hmm. And I think that's the difference. And it's also like a social awareness key too. But um, you think think, um, Happy Gilmore is pretty aware or self-aware in uh, in the movie? So I think he's self-aware when it comes to knowing what he wants or what he thinks that he wants. But I think – like anybody else, he's mm-hmm. blind to, to obvious things. So mm-hmm. – and this feeds really well into what you were just talking about. You actually need some talent to be – for a lot of cases yeah. to be good at something. That's a precursor. You actually have <laughs> right. to – actually that, that's, that comes with trying things and I've right. actually learned that when I was a senior in, in college. It was try things and find out what you're good at because once you find out what you're good at and what you like, if those two things combined go together and you start to practice it, you can become great at something. But yeah, sorry. Yeah. Continue. Go. Yeah, no. You double down. You find out your strengths, and then you double down on them. Mm-hmm. And and I mm-hmm. I am a full believer in that. You obviously want to be a well-rounded person. You want to improve. You know the areas in your weak points. You, you want to get better overall. And we we should strive to do that. But you also shouldn't beat your head against the wall. Like if you're not a math guy, why are you majoring in fucking like mm-hmm. advanced math or calculus or something? You know what I mean? Yeah. You know there are people that have that ability. That they just are wired that way. It just comes naturally. And yeah, they don't need as many reps. But you mm-hmm. better believe that the people at the top of their game, they have talent and they have work ethic. And you really yeah. can't stay. You can't get there without that. And you definitely can't maintain that level of performance without it. So so here's a question for you. And just something that I'm kind of thinking about right now as we're talking about it. How do you 
or how would you recommend just you know you and I chatting here kind of sh- sh- you know shooting the shit how do you recommend finding that talent or figuring out what you're good at and then doubling down because I think that like we've talked about this before in the podcast like how to double down how to be focused how to create a schedule you know be be disciplined be determined but what if you're spending your time focusing on the wrong craft on the wrong talent mm-hmm. now it's not I don't think it's years wasted I don't think it's time wasted because it's just like you know oh that wasn't the one thing now I'm actually one step closer to the thing that I am going to be good at mm-hmm. uh, and just kind of thinking positively and optimistic about it but how do you recommend finding that craft and trying new things because yeah I mean you could step out of your comfort zone and do things but yeah it's difficult it's not easy yeah, as a habitual self-improver and somebody who actively seeks out opportunities to to get better. Me too. Um, yeah, of of course. And we we this has been a topic of conversation, personal and 100%. public. You know, mm-hmm. we we go we talk about this all the time. But mm-hmm. when your when your mind is like that, and even if your mind isn't inherently like that, the, my best piece of advice is just look for things in the day that interest you or things where you find your attention just naturally gravitating towards and mm-hmm. then try to cast a wide net over that so for example right if you like if you're if you enjoy sports but you've never been involved in any type of organized sport go try to go buy a ball and a bat and go hit it around or or find mm-hmm. a buddy who wants to throw the football or go down to the field and kick a soccer ball into the net do do a bunch of like things and you don't have to you know the barrier for entry for these things depends you know golf you might need to buy like, there's varying mm-hmm. degrees of expense but the point is for most things to get involved in it it doesn't really require a ton mm-hmm. of resources or a ton of time to figure out if you like it or not we talk about yeah. this with work Mm-hmm. You find out pretty quickly if you like a job or not. Am I wrong? No, you do. You do. But that's the other thing too that I want to kind of take from what mm-hmm. you just said. I also think that, in, I mean, even myself included, you have to give yourself enough time to actually figure out if it's something you want to do. Sometimes three, four days a week is not enough time to be like, oh, I suck at bowling and I don't <laughs> want to be a bowler. You know, yeah. like it's going to take you some time to figure out if you actually like it. Now, of course, you know, you should be doing things that you're interested in from the get-go like you know mm-hmm. i'm not gonna go throw or what do you throw a bowling ball how do you spit what's the terminology for when you bowl just when you go bowling when you bowl yeah uh, <laughs> when I you think. bowl when you bowl if you're going to bowl you should be interested in it from the get-go if you want to be getting better at bowling so i mean yeah. i think that's one one thing that you can do to kind of weed out you know the, the loser opportunities i'd call them you know yeah, and you said it perfectly. You need to be interested. There should be a baseline level of interest because ultimately what we're really seeking is something that makes us feel fulfilled and happy while we're doing it. I know plenty of people that are terrible bowlers, terrible yeah. golfers, horrendous fucking athletes or fucking mm-hmm. like crossword puzzle people. They'll sit there for mm-hmm. three days with the same 50 words. Yeah, so, so but, stars, yeah. Yeah, but if they like it and they enjoy it, then over time – that, you know, for for better or for worse, they will improve. Now they might not mm-hmm. be a fucking like on the tour. They, mm-hmm. You're not going to be Tiger Woods, or you're not going to be a, a championship bowler. But you mm-hmm. will get better. Um, mm-hmm. And really, that's what fulfillment and I think happiness stems from. It's fu- doing something and and doing something well repeatedly over and over again. That's what builds fulfillment and builds confidence. And then you get mm-hmm. even better at it. But that's not yeah. something that just manifests like without taking time, no. like you said. No, and that's not something I overnight. And I think another thing too is that I think a lot of people are limited because of how their parents raise them. And then their parents say, oh, you can only do this or we yeah. are urging you to do this. And that really sets them up for um, 
a delayed level of success, in my opinion. You can still get out of that. I mean, once you step out of your parents' household or whatever it might be. But there's a lot of people, too, Dill, that are doing things because they are forced into doing it. Like, think about a lot of the people. I think, like, medical medical programs. I know a lot of people that are like, oh, my family, you know, we always always push to be in medicine. And, you know, that's, You're looking at one. that's where we mm – -hmm. <laughs> So it's just it, – you know, I mean, that's a good example. I mean, you could talk about it directly. But I think that, like, there's a lot of people who, based off of how they're raised, unfortunately, are limited. So having parents, like I was blessed to have like two parent parents that were like, try new shit. Like we would love you, for you to try new shit, you know? Yeah. And um, it worked. Work. I mean, like I'm doing a lot of fun stuff, you know? I was very, very, very lucky. And that's just kind of a luck of the draw thing too. Um, but recognizing and happy, you know, very, very grateful for that. But yeah, yeah it's, just something, it's just something to be mindful of and conscious of because not everybody has that same ability to just go try new things right away. Yeah. I mean, a lot of that stems from childhood. That, situations, how you're raised, encouragement. You have wonderful parents. I've met them plenty of times. They're great people. And that's why a lot of it does start in the home. And that, that's a topic for another day. Uh, mm -hmm. But yeah, having that encouragement. And if you don't have it in the home, then go seek out friend groups. You know, there's plenty of mm -hmm. nowadays with technology. There's forums online. You know, if you're interested in anything, very easily, a couple clicks, you can find a group of people who share that same interest. You look at video game communities online. You look at people that build shit in their backyard. And there's people never even met they live in different countries um, across the country and they're they're a part of a community and it's all centered around this idea of shared interest and en enthusiasm for mm -hmm. taking on a craft or doing something and really finding enjoyment out of that process and so another thing that I think is really awesome I was listening to a podcast today on the way up from Rhode Island and I was listening. It was about Plato's Republic because I'm a big, mm -hmm. you know, obviously we're, we're philosophy guys over here. And the guy was talking through whatever on one of these podcasts that I really enjoy called Art of Manliness. And mm -hmm. the the professor said the word agony. This is rooted in Greek. It's it actually is. It's based in competition. So mm. the, the the idea of agony is actually it's competition, and and what that means is because agony is what competitors feel like in the in the passion and in the moment of competing, and it's okay. true. Like nothing. Mm -hmm. Like think about football, high school, right? Mm -hmm. It's not fun lining up against that six five, two hundred fifty pound linebacker mm -hmm. or defensive mm -hmm. end and hitting him all day long for hours yeah. and hours. You know, it's enjoyable. Yeah, of course, there's some yeah. level of enjoyment, but in the moment, it's actually, sucks. yeah, it sucks. And that's yeah. everything. It's delayed gratification of things. You know, yeah. when you're building a, like a, a you know, a, doing a project, you're building a house, or you're doing anything that it, it's in the moment, you're expending energy and it kind of mm -hmm. sucks, but it's, it's how you feel afterwards, the feeling yeah. of accomplishment, you know? You're using your most useful resource too, which is time. And time is always typically, in most situations, on your side. Mm -hmm. So giving yourself enough time is something that you definitely have to be conscientious of. Yeah. I mean, I, I just went, so I went home, I went, or not home, but I went to visit my girlfriend's uh, family. And so her and, her dad and I, we decided mm. like I have been harassing him to build cornhole boards because he loves cornhole. I and saw he's, that. Yeah, uh, he's that like looks, that looks cool. Yeah, he's like a builder guy. Like he's a wizard. He, the dude builds shit. He's always working on projects. He's always outside. And I, I love that stuff, and I'm interested in it, but I have no ability whatsoever. Mm -hmm. 
like whatsoever. I'm, I'm like, I can't even use a hammer. Like I, I'm that level of inept, but <laughs> I was using tools I never used. I was building. Mm-hmm. And let me tell you, it took us like two days to, mm-hmm. to create a simple freaking rectangle. It was like, we went to Lowe's and bought a bunch of shit with and, a hole in it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'll freaking board with a hole. And yep. it was in the moment. It was. It didn't suck at all. Actually, it was. It was yeah. actually super. Enjoy- you know, your arm gets tired, yeah. rep- repetitive, but so much fun. Well, maybe maybe that's on the horizon for you. Maybe you're gonna be a little wood shop guy. I got a guy yeah. out here, my boy Parker. I can hook you up with. You guys yeah, tell Parker oh, what's up. Yeah, I built the corner. Park? I'm already thinking of my next project, but th- those are the kinds of things. Like you mm-hmm. know, it's somebody for me. I love video yeah. games. I love doing a lot of stuff, sports, of course. But mm-hmm. you know, something as simple as building something is not. It was not on my radar, and yeah. it just so happened that I was like, "Hey, I'm kind of interested in this. It seems fun." And man, seeing those things—they're not even fully done yet. I got to order the mm-hmm. decals and stuff. But <laughs> even just seeing that part finished, like partway finished product. It's freaking awesome. Yeah, I feel so accomplished. You feel fulfilled too. Yeah. yeah. Like you yeah, did something. Like you made like it's an cool. Yeah. yeah. And that thing, and I think that brings me to another point too, because you asked, how do you find something? Look, yeah. look at people that you interact with or your friends, mm-hmm. or your family, and f- try to find if once you find an interest, like get a little mentor. Like, do you have any yeah. mentors or things that kind of do oh, the totally. same for you? Well, I mean, I think it's just like, so here's a great example. So my roommate, Chris, he, he, he and I are very similar, actually very similar to both you and I. Mm-hmm. And he's just like, you know, I, you know, I'm going to this men's group on Saturday morning at 7.30. And, you know, Friday night, probably want to go out, have some fun, stay up a little bit later, you know, whatever it might be. It doesn't have to be going out. But kind of like, oh, okay, well, 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 game time decision. We'll see Saturday. And just him being in my life and involved in my social circle and him asking me and having that opportunity to go – that, that's an example right there. I was like, you know what? Let's just go. Let's just try. And then I get there, dude. We're by far the youngest guys there. Everybody's like 60 and older, you know? But they're talking and they have these guest speakers and they're literally talking about just life and just mm-hmm. life in general and how to be better man, better husband, better man of faith, whatever it might be. And I've got, I mean, I wouldn't say I would call all 40 of these guys my mentors, but just being involved in that environment, in that culture, I'm sure I can find one or two people right there that can help walk me through life and certain things, you know, but that's gotta be, but you gotta be open to doing things that you're uncomfortable with. And did I necessarily want to walk into a, I mean, part of me, yeah, honestly, like I, I, that's why I did it. And I'm open to doing things like that. A lot of people aren't, I mean, that's fine, but I just encourage and that, you know, you and I are on the same page about this. If I could leave our listeners with something probably for just a, a cliff note for today, just try new things and step out of your comfort zone this week. You know, if you're listening to this episode and you've been wanting to do something, go ahead and try it. Look, I'm not trying to be here and preach to you on what you should do in your life, but maybe that maybe somebody needs to hear that. And I don't know. Let us know. Shoot us out in the DMs and let us know if you did something sick this week and uh, maybe we'll feature you. We'll find out. Yeah, uh, I think that's a good I place for us to stop. Yeah, we'll, we'll continue with episode 11. But thanks, guys. Appreciate you tuning in always. Um, Dylan, any final thoughts on our Happy Gilmore quote for today? No, I, I, uh, I think you said it. You said it best. We'll see you guys in the next one. Take care.